listening to the rundown from Anvert Media. It's Friday, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. I'm Yuki Liang. USD is now revising its answer to who is eligible for applying the COVID nineteen emergency assistance fund. This comes after the Department of Education issued new measures, specifying that funds may only be granted to students who are eligible for federal financial aid. If students who are not eligible have already applied, USC will forward their information to the USC Student Basic Needs Emergency Relief Fund staff, who reach out to students as soon as possible. All currently enrolled undergraduate and graduate students are eligible for this fund, and each student can request up to $750 per semester. On today's briefing. We'll be bringing you the latest information about the response on campus to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. On April 13th, USC sent out a university-wide email that an employee at Everybody's Kitchen, also known as EVK, tested positive for COVID-19. However, university health officials have stressed that this employee did not contract the coronavirus while at work. Celine Mendiola has more on the story. Since USC moved all courses online, EVK was the only campus dining hall that offered takeout food for the 1,600 students still residing on campus. But on Saturday, EVK officially closed in order to prevent community transmission of the virus, according to Chief Health Officer Sarah Van Orman. The village dining hall is now offering takeout options in its place, in what university officials call "quote a 100% conservative move." All potentially exposed employees and students in EVK recently have been notified to raise awareness on community spread and important safety measures. Though these precautions were taken, Van Orman emphasized in press briefings over Zoom that this employee did not contract the virus while working in EVK. The dining hall had already enforced health precautions, like a social distancing-based workflow, wearing face masks, and constant sanitation. University officials do know where the employee contracted the coronavirus, but Van Orman did not give any further information due to privacy reasons. The last date the EVK employee who tested positive for COVID-19 worked was on April seventh. Nevertheless, the university had enough details about the case to evaluate any possible risk of exposure. Abiding by recent CDC guidelines, the university looked at the time period 48 hours before the onset of the employee's symptoms. They decided that only those present in EVK on April 7th had a potential but extremely low risk of exposure. Despite the low risk of exposure, Van Orman said it's challenging to send out transparent notifications without creating a sense of panic. But because of the real possibility of community spread on campus, Van Orman believed a quote broader and more conservative notification is better than no notification at all. Because of the reality of community spread, USC Student Health also announced they will retest individuals who have tested positive for COVID-19 on a case-by-case basis. For Annenberg Media, I'm Celine Mangiola. For more information on the university's current precautionary measures for COVID-19, read the full article at uscannenbergmedia.com. 
As the university continues to adapt to change amid the current global climate, USD is highlighting measures that will be taken to specifically address the graduate and professional student community. Isabel Argers tells us more. Last week, the provost's office announced additional measures to help graduate students succeed during the COVID-19 pandemic. One measure is the creation of a support group that will utilize student participation to help graduate students recognize and solve unique issues they are facing. The university also encouraged each school to develop a grading policy for their respective students as the semester comes to a close. Provost Charles Sukowski also suggested that graduate students be allowed to adopt the same policy as the undergraduate students. The current policy that is in place for undergraduates allows for the option to take classes pass or no pass until May 27th, which is after their final grades have been submitted. This is not yet a campus-wide requirement for USC's graduate programs due to the fact that graduate programs are often more nuanced than the undergraduate ones. Following a faculty vote within each school, deans will make the final decision on their school's grading policy. Graduate students' deadline to drop a class has been extended until May 1st for the mark of a W. Another new measure announced in last week's email is the option to take qualifying exams one semester late without academic repercussions if students are unable to complete them during their regularly scheduled time. If students have finished the majority of their required courses and meet a certain criteria, USC will present them with a letter to confirm that they have completed their degree. Last week's email is the first message from USC that specifically addresses alterations to graduate and professional student curriculums. Graduate students are encouraged and able to fill out the same application to receive financial aid as undergraduates. Students can receive up to $3,000 in aid from the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. The application can be found by logging on to my.usc and navigating to the financial aid page. If additional support is necessary, graduate students have also been encouraged to reach out to the USC Student Basic Needs Fund. For Annenberg Media, I'm Isabel Odgers. For more on the new measures, visit coronavirus.usc.edu and make sure you're checking your email frequently for updates. USC has also extended application for a progressive degree. Students who will graduate this semester will still have the option to apply to the program if they wish to do so. Nathan Hyun has more on the story. In the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, USC is extending the application deadline for the progressive degree program for students graduating this summer and spring. The progressive degree is a highly individualized program that allows a student to begin work on a master's degree while completing requirements for a bachelor's. Graduating students normally apply to the program during their junior year or at the start of senior year, but now they have until July 1st to complete the application. Graduating seniors who wish to apply for the degree should finish all of their coursework by spring or summer 2020 and have a minimum GPA of 3.0. Like in previous years, applicants do not need to take the GRE, GMAT, or any other graduate entrance exams. Kendrick Watson, a program director at the Dornsife School, told Annenberg Media that the Progressive Degree Program lets students continue to focus on academic study. But some students who apply are just looking to ensure their place in a postgraduate job market. Carolyn Wo, a current senior applying for the Public Relations and Advertising Progressive Degree, told Annenberg Media she was intrigued by the program because of the effects the coronavirus has had on the job market. Wo said she believes the program will, quote, elevate a lot of opportunities, unquote, not just for her, but for their entire class of 2020. For Annenberg Media, I'm Nathan Hyun. 
The ongoing pandemic has left hospitals across the country, including USC's Keck Hospital, in desperate need of face masks and other personal protective equipment to ensure they can safely treat patients. Sophia James tells us about how USC's Chinese community has mobilized efforts to collect supplies for hospitals. Parents, alumni, and friends of USC's Chinese community have rallied across the country to collect much-needed medical supplies for hospital workers at Keck Medicine. Using the popular messaging app WeChat, volunteers mobilized to collect and distribute tens of thousands of masks and other personal protective equipment to frontline hospital workers. Hong Zheng, a researcher at USC Stevens Neuroimaging and Informatics Institute, first became involved after seeing a call from Keck Medicine for community donations of additional protective equipment. Zheng posted a photo on Twitter and sent messages in parents groups for support. Nearly 200 people made contributions. The movement continued to spread largely through parent groups on WeChat. Wen Ting Wu, an alumna of USC's Price School of Public Policy, became a lead organizer through these efforts. Wu coordinated a partnership with CY Group, a company owned by USC Marshall alum Stephen Du, to export medical equipment from Shanghai. They successfully shipped 75,000 pairs of FDA-approved medical gloves to Keck Medicine. As healthcare workers continue to confront the virus, the group is continuing to organize to show their support during these unprecedented times. For Annenberg Media, I'm Sophia James. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, USC is going virtual for Earth Day with online sustainability activities this year. Anyone with a computer, smartphone, or tablet can register for virtual interactive forums, panel discussions, a career fair, and even a special sustainability-themed meditation session using Zoom and other video technology. If you want to participate in a wide range of discussions with leaders from various sustainability subfields, or want to reflect on how the pandemic is reshaping our relationship with the Earth, visit green.usc.edu. That's it for this Friday, April 24, 2020. For continuing updates about what's happening at USC, visit uscandenbergmedia.com. Have a great week and tune in next Friday. I'm Yuki Liang.